Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I do want to talk about the right to housing and the right to a home. And this needs to be included in the Irish Constitution. And that is according to Minister Dara O'Brien. And later today, he will speak to the annual public housing conference, which will be streamed publicly and will be attended by academics and homeless advocates. Uh, Speakers at today's conference and author Rory Hearn says housing should be seen as a right, not a commodity. So do you think the right to housing should be enshrined in the Constitution? Let me know what you think. Uh, The number is 087-188-0008. Should everybody have the right to their own house, not a roof over their head, which is what is in the Constitution at the moment. In the Constitution, the government has an obligation, if you're homeless, to provide you with somewhere to stay, be it temporary accommodation, be it a hostel, if you're down in your luck, etc., etc., and at some point, to put you on a housing list and give you a house, at some point, when they're good and ready and they have enough houses. But do you believe it should be a constitutional right? Because that changes the ballpark completely. Because that means that we will go from probably having, I don't know, 100,000 people or so, roughly as usually was on the housing list. Um, that number will double overnight, I imagine, if we suddenly make it a constitutional right to have a house. Because then, sure, why would there are some people, I'm not suggesting all, who just won't bother. So why should I bother working? I can get a house for nothing. I get a fuel allowance. I get money off the dole. I could just sit there with my feet up, drinking me coffee all day. Somebody else will pay for it. The taxpayer will pay for it. And everybody else who buys a house, because realistically, if we're going to have to provide housing for anybody who wants it, well, that money has to come from somewhere. In turn, taxes will have to go up and the cost of housing will have to go up to, I suppose, justify that. Because the cost of building will go up, the cost of everything will go up. Somebody has to pay for it. I mean, the money doesn't grow on trees, although you would think so over the last 13 months in this country. But when we get back to some level of normality again, We go back to a a functioning society where taxes pay for services. So somebody has to pay for it. And if we have a society where many people believe they're entitled to, because we live in an entitled society at the moment, a house, well, I think we're in a very bad place. But maybe you disagree with me. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should a house be a constitutional right? Keep texting, keep what's happening. The number is 087-188-0008. Sorry. Sorry, just somebody told me something funny there during the break. Uh, Dermot, you're an Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Dermot? Good afternoon to you. How are you doing? Should a home... Well, not a home. It's a house, you know, because this is obviously what they want to enshrine in the Constitution, because currently in the Constitution you're entitled to shelter. But should a house be a constitutional right? Well, it's coming... It's going to come that direction, because the, the direction the government are, um, are governing regarding housing and things like that in that particular sector... It's going down a very seriously bad road because for the first time in the history of the state, it looks like outside forces are are ruling the housing market in Ireland. Like all these massive, what they call the uh, the cliche vulture funds, all these huge companies are coming in and they're buying swathes and swathes of apartments and houses and the whole lot and they're renting them out for profit. And of course, they have to make a profit. But you you should not have a company making profit at the behest of people who cannot buy a house. So, like, we're going down the road where all housing is going to be rented. And, you, like, you, your cliche there that I'll sit at home, put me feet up, drink, watch television all day, and I'll have a free no, house. No, I'm not, I didn't say everybody would do that. I said there is a cohort, no, no, no. There's that, a cohort that, of people that would do that. That's yes. the very point I'm making. There is a huge um, uh, population of hard-working people 
who cannot in this day and age afford a house, cannot afford to buy a house, cannot afford and, a house. And by the way, I am, I've always advocated that we should make it easier for people to purchase a home. And we, we, we talked about that, by the way, in the past, whereby, say, a young couple who are saving hard but are never really going to have enough earnings to buy a €300,000 house um, yep. because they might be on a lower wage or whatever between the two of them. And the government should step in and say, okay, we'll buy half the house, you buy the other half, and then when you're 65, you have an option then to pass it on to somebody else or you can pay off the balance or whatever it is. The way, basically, share, what they call shared ownership, right? And, you, and that's a wonderful idea that we stopped doing that years ago. I have no idea why we stopped doing it. So essentially, the, the state becomes the bank for half your house. And I don't see a problem with that. But the idea that you would just be handing out houses willy-nilly to me when there's, there's young couples out there saving hard, who are working hard, who qualify for nothing because they're working. And meanwhile, you know, Mary and Jack down the road, who haven't got up off their arse in 20 I know, years, I know. get a house for nothing. No, I know. This is the, this is the old quandary of, um, of uh, argument of this, that, that one couple are going to work hard and try and make a go of it, and another couple are going to do nothing. But that's, you have to answer that question. You cannot, you cannot live on that cliche, well, we won't bother doing it because if that's the case, the whole population will just put their feet up. Now. It won't work like that. People, hard-working people, want to, own, to live in a house and have security. Actually, it's not so much owning a house. It's the security of knowing that you can live somewhere and you're not going to be chucked out in 12 months' time by some vulture fund who's deciding it's €2,000 a month is not enough. I want 2500 you cannot carry on in this country. Uh, you're you're on. focusing on one aspect of it that I agree with you in relation to vulture funds. And and there needs to be le- special legislation in relation to that. And I don't know what the government are doing about that. They come in here tax-free and, and buy up a lot of property and buy up housing estates. Nothing, no, Absolutely. I, and that needs to be tackled. That's a separate issue, right? What we're talking about here is the idea that some sort of social housing system, you know, has to get up to speed and provide anybody who believes they can't afford a house with a house. Now, I don't think that's the way forward. I think that's a sense of entitlement that we don't need in this country that we already have. Yeah, you, you, you do have a fair point. But unlike years ago, hard and all as it was in the 70s, 80s, 90s, when, when um, interest rates were 15, 20 percent and the whole, all this carry on. And we, I've heard you over the years going how difficult it was for you to start out to get your own home. I understand. But I'm telling you now, it is impossible because there was no vulture funds 30 or 40 years ago. The government were building social housing 30 or 40 years ago. They are now have abandoned that completely. Oh, they haven't. No, no, they still, no, they're still building social housing. But it was, not, 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 to, not to the extent that Dublin Corporation, for example, and Cork County Council would have been many years ago. No, and I'm, I'm out and about. I said to Ashton there, I'm out and about now most days. And I am seeing all over the, this, the south side, the west side of the city, the amount of tents that are popping up everywhere. People living in tents. That, that's now, that's it, not because of social housing. That's nothing to do with social housing. What is it to do with? Well, when you've got a situation where somebody is living in a tent with the greatest respect, they are not somebody who's saving for a house. Or they are not somebody who's making any kind of effort whatsoever to get a house. Because... I, I understand that somebody wants a home and someone wants somewhere to live, but you have okay. to make an effort and you have to take part in society. Sadly, many people who are living in tents, not all, but many who are living in tents have their own social problems, their alcoholic oh, I, club no, problems. No, I do agree. Yeah, I do so, agree, you know, I mean, you can't just hand somebody a three-bedroom house uh, if they're off their bin all the time. You know what I mean? I totally agree, but, but the, other, the other side of that argument is I, I don't remember driving around uh, 20 years ago when I started taxiing. I'd seen tents all over the place. So what, what's happening is, I do agree, somebody living in a tent is probably, as you say, may have issues or whatever. I may not. 
But the thing about it is, in 2021, this is a sign of, uh, that we are going down the slippery slope to problems. If tents are appearing here and people are being chucked out there and uh, because they can't afford the rent, the whole, the whole scale of it is wrong. The government have their eye off the ball. They are leaving it to private developers to build. And here's one, here's one for you. I, I don't know if you've heard this. That the government go to private developers who would say are building 500 yeah. houses. Yeah. And they say, we, give us 10% of those houses. Um, we'll allow you ability to give 10% of those houses to us to, as social housing. So what are the, uh, the private developers doing? They are, they are, instead of giving the house... They're to paying them, money. They are paying the money. Uh, and by the way, but I, I completely understand why developers are doing that and why developers did that in the past. And the reason is, is because they're, say, building a nice housing estate in a leafy suburb that they want to get good money for. And yeah. if the people who are purchasing those homes think that there's going to be people moving in for free next door, it does reduce the value of the home. Now, you can be politically correct about it and say, well, everybody should be equal in society and everybody is equal in society. But a lot of people are going to say, well, hold on a second. I'm not moving into one of these 20 houses when you've got ten, four or five people here on social welfare beside me. God only knows what they're going to get up to. And that's the way some people think. The developers know that. So they say to the government, well, I'll tell you what, we'll give you the money rather than giving you the houses. That's and I understand why they're doing this. Hang on now, that's a very obvious argument, and you're dead right. But that's the reason well, they're doing so it. So what's the point? What's the point in the government saying, well, we'll get the 500 houses, we'll get 10% of them, of, um, we'll get 50. 10% for social housing, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and then suddenly what they do is the developer gives them a million pounds instead of... The, the, yeah, the well, then it, well, then it's up to the government to build four houses somewhere else then with that million pounds. But stay there, Dermot, for a second. Uh, Emma, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Emma? Hi, now. Emma, do you, be, do you believe the housing should be, like, to get a house should be a constitutional right? Absolutely not. I swear to God, it, it makes my blood boil. I don't disagree with social housing. There are people out there who lose, you know, I live in wage to wage and, and yeah, lose their low job incomes, and, and they're yeah. in poverty. Yeah. And those people deserve a helping hand. They've worked, they've paid their taxes. However, you have the others. And I personally yeah, know okay. people like this and I'm related to people like this that they are, parents are in social housing, it's how they were reared, they grow up, they're in their early 20s, they go on the list, my mother kicked me out, although they're actually living with their mother, in their mother's social housing, uh, mother, you know, mother kicked me out of nowhere to go, go on the list, and in 10 years' time, they're sitting pretty with their own house. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is how they were reared, this is what they see monkey see monkey do, and I just, that's what's causing the problems and, for the um, genuine if I people. Say, if, I, if I could just interject very briefly there, it's a fair argument, and Niall said it, and you're saying it, but the other side of the coin is, if you don't give um, somebody a social house, you're going to put them into some rented accommodation, and who's going to pay the half scheme? Totally agree, they're... yes, when they're in the hotels and stuff, it's the taxpayer that's forking that bill. Or the, or the half scheme, which is or, costing yeah. 20 million, 25 million a month alone in Dublin. Yeah, like, I agree with that, but you cannot just have it as in the constitution that people get a house like I work my ass off to get the house that I'm in sorry for the language and now I'm finished with my divorce and I have to take my husband off and put my new partner on listen I'm, I need a lot of win to get it completed almost it's a nightmare bear in mind I'm 14 years paying a mortgage solo and they tell me I can't afford the house that I'm in would you give over it's <laughs> a nightmare in this country and I, that's, I'm so against just handing a house to someone and there are people out there and a lot of them in, when it comes to the housing, who are faking it just to get the house. Popping out the kids again, just to get the house. Again, again, you're hitting a brick wall with this argument because if you say, and to be fair, like nobody's going to say 
that one couple are working, getting up in the morning, going to work to pay a mortgage to own the home, and a couple down the road are not bottom their, their, their arse. Yeah. They have to keep the yeah. language telling during the day. And they are um, not bottom their arse to, to, to go out to work, and they're getting a yeah. house. Okay, that is a fair argument. But the point is, the couple that will not go to work have to have somewhere to live. And what the government are doing are saying, well, we'll I'll tell you what, we're not going to give you the house, but we're going to pay $25 million a month to house all these people who, and, and nobody owns, and it's, invariably it's to private landlords who are going to profit at the end and of the day. And that's the truth. It all, it's all interconnected. I won't lie yes. about that. So by the government paying the HAP, and, uh, and like I don't fault people on the HAP, you know, I'm not saying that, but the government are paying it out, but the government essentially then are giving money to the landlords. Well, then, well, possibly, well, then possibly, well, then possibly... You know? And, and by the way, I agree with both of you, that's not the way we should be going either. But I mean, we should also be encouraging people. I, we mentioned re- increasing the minimum wage the other day. That's part of it. But yeah. also, I believe, uh, and I agree with Emma, Dermot, that we should support people and help people to get out the property ladder if that's what they want to do, if they want to buy a house rather than rent. And that's something that Irish and English people tend to want to do more than anywhere else in Europe but if you want to buy your own you know have your own space your own house your own yeah. three bed house somewhere and you can't afford it the government should be there to step in and say well look let's we'll buy half well, look, you buy no, the other half you no, can no, live no. there and give us the money back when you have it that's the way it should be done not here's the house for nothing yeah it's I a very fair it's a very fair it's a very fair argument bring it sorry back. go ahead oh, yes. bring it, I just think they should bring that back what Niall is talking about I know a couple who did it a few years back Shared ownership. It's the best way forward. Sorry, guys, just stay there. I have to go into break. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. I know. I don't know if I agree with that, whether you should be entitled to a home. But I definitely think you should be entitled to the possibility of owning a home, uh, regardless of what your pay scale is, because I think people will always go out and buy homes if they want, and people will live... You know, you you constantly say this live off social welfare. There's a lot of people who live on, you know, have social homes as, as they call them. So, um, and they have bloody good jobs. It's just that the the prices of homes today are absolutely astrom- astronomical. Sorry, I'm struggling to say that. So, um, why not the, ba- the bank step in and be the banker, or the state step in and be the banker, and they give you a loan over the course of. X amount of years instead of paying so much off and interest all the time. That's all you're doing with your, your mortgage. So why doesn't it, it, you have that option from the government? Thanks for that, Mark. By the way, former presidential candidate Peter Casey has just sent me a message. He said, shared ownership was one of my platforms. The twist I had was that it would be applied first to existing properties. There are over 100,000 empty properties in Ireland. And speaking of pro- empty properties, uh, James, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, James? Hi, Niall. How are you? You know, you fit out social housing. That's your job. You go in and you fix it up. A a previous person has been in it. You put a new kitchen in, I imagine, fix the floors, check for dampness, do all that kind of stuff, I imagine. Is that what you do? Yeah, we do a BR rating on it then as well. And we've, uh, so we would, um, we'd work for a company that buy the houses and then the ready council would do an inspection report. We'd carry out the works. And then, like I said, I'm talking everything now from stripping out dampness New furniture, strip it right back, new tiles, anti-slip, new sanitary wear, new furniture, new electrical goods, everything. And I'm not talking six months old, no, I'm talking all new. We have to show receipts and everything. And houses then. I'm, look, I'm so, looking at the pictures you sent in here. Lovely job, by the way. 
Yeah, oh, thanks. And the uh, house is just sit idle in. And I mean, we've about 10 done since Christmas, and this has nothing to do with the COVID. This has been going on with the last few years, and we're up and down the country, and there's other firms like ours doing this as well. Like, we'd always be chatting, like, saying it's a disgrace. And yet, we'd see then on the likes of Late Late Show and these, and people on about homeless, and takes money here for this, and people are living rough and whatever. And you're like, there's a load of houses in every town. So, so the point is, what you're making is that you're getting these houses ready. It's not the housing that's the problem, it's the administration aspect of it. So you're getting the houses ready. The houses are there, but they're sitting idle after you've finished doing them. Yeah, if I told you, no, we don't, we sent a house recently over in a nice area in outside Limerick City, and the two snags that the council thought was bird poop on a wall. Bear in mind now that we had the house painted Bird poop else. on a wall? Yeah, and the string was too long on a shower. Um, nor- normally we would leave them longer because, again, if you leave them too short, they'll say they're too short, so we leave, leave them like longer. I thought it was meant to be left longer for people with disabilities, etc. Correct, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And they were the only two snags in the house. And then oh, you're having a laugh. And by the way, would you say these houses for social housing are done to a higher spec than, say, something that would be a purchased home? Higher spec because we're we're constantly scrutinised and under spec. So, like I said, we do private homes as well. But you like mentioned said, anti-slip like, tiles there a few minutes ago, which was something that I don't think most people even think of when they're buying tiles from Woody's. They, you know, they just buy tiles. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've we see we we've everything. We've walked to every rig, and you can imagine now everything is to the rigs, and the council are afraid that they'll get sued or something left, right, and centre. So everything is double checked. So not that we wouldn't be doing stuff to rigs anyway, but I mean, you, you're probably going over and beyond because you're double checking yeah, everything. You're overcautious, so, of course. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So, like I said, and again, you don't want to come back to us. Plus, we have a good working relationship with different councils um, around different counties and stuff. But it's just when you see it, and like a house is sitting idle for so long, it actually it makes us frustrated. It so that house you just sent me work. pictures. The house you sent me pictures of there is that house sitting idle now, yeah. That's sitting idle for about two months. Right, and it, and it's ready to move into. It's turnkey. Yeah. Ready, ready to, move to move into. That's what I mean. Right down to the furniture, the white goods, everything we bring in, the electrical goods and stuff like that. And who decides? So, who decides on the white goods? By the way, do the the, the council? We've, do... we've a spec. We've a certain spec okay. that we adhere to. So, like I said, you have to get a. And can somebody come in who say side freezer? If I if I want a social housing list and I'm given this house, can I go in and say ah, I don't like that fridge or I don't like that kitchen? Can you change it? Well, funny you say that. It actually has happened where a person was living on their own. And we actually had to, they, want, they had an under-the-counter fridge. Now, bear in mind, it was, they were living on their own, and uh, it, was, it was only one-bedroom apartment, um, but he didn't like it, so we had to get a tall, freestanding fridge that a family of four would be using, you know, so you were kind of going right. Right, just because he didn't like it. <laughs> but sure, when he's getting it for nothing, ain't he going to... Yeah, sure, why wouldn't you? James, thanks for that. Let me just go to Kate before I wrap this up. Kate, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Kate? Not too bad. Well, there, there's a problem, and you've the opposite problem, but James is saying they're fitting out the council houses, they have them ready, they're just sitting there idle. It's an administration issue. Well, when we moved in here, a dog wouldn't eat out of the kitchen. It was that bad. When you say a dog wouldn't eat out of the kitchen, give me, imagine, <laughs> give me an idea what about it was. <laughs> it's absolutely filthy. There was mouse droppings and mouse wee, and there was actually one cupboard, and it had... Must have been filled with, uh, you know, that blue stuff they use for mice and bats. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, the, that yeah, had actually the... burnt a hole through it. Right. And I Not reported nice. it to the council and they said, somebody will come out and just replace that panel for you. Now, is that is that social housing or is, is that a rented house that you're, you're getting this a is a This is a rented council house. Okay, so the council gave it to you, not not a landlord. Okay. No, no, no. This was because I'm trying to differentiate between somebody on a HAP scheme and somebody who's getting a council house per se. But yeah. now, see that going back to what James said a minute ago. I don't know whether James is still there, is he? Now? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Fine, so yeah. James, listen to Kate. So 
Somebody gets a house in bits, right? See, you that's know. already an existing council house. What we're doing is the crowd we work for, they buy the properties, we fit them out, we work for this company, the council inspected, and then the council rented. But do the council not company. inspect a house before they give it to Kate in the first place? Oh, they are, but like I said, yes, I'm, but where, where <laughs> very well, obviously. <laughs> where, where she's obviously inquiring, it's an existing council house, so they're obviously, like I said, they don't want to actually put money into it because it'll come out of their own budget. They won't pay the likes of us, whereas the actual houses now at the minute, the that are, the that you're, okay, your company are buying them. It's a different kettle of fish. them up and yeah. renting them back to the council. So the problem is, it's council's own council houses and they, they have a maintenance division and they will do sweet feck all, so they will. Okay, yeah, sorry, so give us another few, few things. I've got a minute here, Kate. Uh, so the kitchen was in bits, you wouldn't you have a dog eat off it. What else? Yeah, we had a, a leak. Yeah. <laughs> we could hear dripping one morning and the overflow had gone. That was about... A month into just moving in here. Right. And the loo, the tiles were coming up off the floor. And Not very was, nice if you're getting up out of bed in the middle of the night with your bare feet, no. No, no. no. Uh, there was uh, a chair to sit down in, in the walk-in shower. And any time you try to <laughs> put, it, put it up, it just fall and hit you in the legs. Oh, <laughs> so, sounds that. like a disaster. Yes. Now, Kate, I, I'm not going to have a go with you, but what do you say to people? Somebody just texted and said, tell Kate to be thankful for small mercies. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that's I don't right. think that's a small mercy. No, I don't think so. By the way, Kate, do you believe, just in the original question that we started the show off, do you believe constitutionally everybody should be right, have a right to a house? No, I don't. I'm mm. hoping that one day we'll get out of this. Yeah, okay. and you, 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 you aspire to have something better in the future. Yes, yeah. of course. Yes, I hope everybody would do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but yes, we do hope. Yeah, well, look, that's that's not acceptable to be handing people houses or any kind of accommodation, even if you're renting it or whatever it is, to have mouse strappings all over the place and dampness on walls and tiles sticking up out of the ground and <laughs> shower seats banging off your legs. Kate, I hope things look up for you and get a little bit better. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.